podcast. That was a good one. That, that was, was good. That's that was a it. good intro. No cuts. Everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, we, we know what they're going to talk about today. Hello. All right. Hello and welcome back to My Best Friends and Engineer podcast. I'm Lexi. And I'm Libby. And we have a treat for you today. Uh, today we had an, another interview with Design by Blythe. And she is actually going to school right now um, for architecture. So that was a really cool interview. I don't know anybody. Do you know anybody, Lexi? That like I don't know anybody else like in my personal life that did architecture. I have absolutely no idea. But you know what I do know about <laughs> architecture? Zilch. <laughs> um, the architecture building at Miami was so pretty. I don't know if you ever went in there. It was so pretty. Do you remember? remember? We always used to be like, let's go study in the architecture. And building. I think we did once, and it was so cool. It was just like the the library was super quiet. I remember it was a very small library, but then they had like the like what kind of what she was talking about with like the studio space like yeah. i remember that and it was so cool and i was like ah and then they had like stained glass windows and i was just like oh my god this is like a little church i was like let me pray for my grades let me pray and study <laughs> my um my boyfriend freshman year of college was not well actually we dated in high school oh. and he was architecture at miami he or? used to no, he didn't go to Miami. Oh, okay. From um, from from Bigfoot, <laughs> Bigfoot High, and um, he used to walk around with his little papers under his arm, and but then I dumped him. So oh. that's the, the only other experience I had with architecture. <laughs> so that was an awesome conversation, though. We learned so much, and she also is a small business owner, just like Libby, Libby B on the yeah. label. So that was so cool to hear. And designed by Blythe. She's got some T-shirts. Sweatshirts, case defy collab. Oh yeah, she is a girl boss. Case defy collab. Stay tuned. She has she has a line coming out with case defy on February twenty fourth. So coming soon. So yeah. So by the time people listen to it, I think right. Mm, No, that's next Thursday. So we are filming this on the eighteenth. So they have a little bit a suspense. Yeah, they can wait a few days and they'll be like, ooh. They have some suspense, <laughs> but they better be repping to support our, our guests that we have on. Yes. So how's your week? Let's, should we do a little re- week? Um, yeah, let's do a little little weekly update. Um, it's been good. My, my first, or not my first, what am I saying? My outage started on Monday and it's going okay. You know, the thing with the, these power plant projects is you can never expect one to go completely smoothly. There's always going to be something that happens. And um, something happened. I won't go into much detail, but essentially we thought things had been ordered and they hadn't been ordered. And so that was great. That's so awesome. We, this is a little, a little painful and I think it will probably be painful until April. But a perfect, okay. a perfect start to your week. If I say so myself. We're smiling through the pain. But you know what? A positive is that I reached out to our marketing manager. And I'm going to visit um, the customer's power plant in Florida in two weeks. Amazing. And I was like, I was like, hey, girl, like, I really want to wear like a polo or like a company work shirt, you know, because all the sales guys have all these fancy polos. And well, I do like wearing my pink golf polo, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I could, you know, rep the company a little better. So I reached out to her with like very low expectations and I was like, yeah, like just wondering if we have the capabilities to embroider because I'd love to get like a Nike 
like golf woman's cut shirt and not wear like a boxy, you know, just crappy <laughs> <laughs> like button up polo type situation that all the men had. So not that they're crappy, they're, they're great quality, but you know. So she responded and she was like, actually, we do have a few women's shirts. And I was like, what? Mind blown. So I got a cool woman's shirt out of it. Perfect. For my work trip. Good. Right. You get a new tire. You get, you get a maybe go by the beach. Probably not, though. It seems like you're going to be very busy. But you can look at it, probably, we hopefully. We might. The The trip that we went there last year, actually, the, the sales guy that is in charge of this power plant, we did end up going to the beach. Really? Just me and just me and him. <laughs> just me and him. And I, did, I had not brought a swimsuit. So when he was like, do you want to go to the beach later? I was like... Um, so I walked down to the Ron John surf shop <laughs> that was by the hotel and I got the most appropriate bikini that I could find. Excellent. There. Because I was like, what are you supposed yeah. to wear to the beach with your coworker? So, um, anyway, the long and the short of it is I almost got eaten by a shark because we took this random person's boogie board and we were boogie boarding in the ocean and everybody was running out of the ocean. And I was like, what is that? Where are all these silly people running? There was a shark. Oh my um, God. You're just like on the boogie board. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I was like, din -in 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 -in. oh wait, that's the. Ch I think that's the chicken dance, yeah, the is. boogie song, the boogie board song. <laughs> I, that was me out there. So yeah, maybe we'll see. That will be in two weeks. So hopefully, I'll have an update for the podcast on how the work trip goes. Excellent! Can't wait to hear. That was my week. How about yours? It was good. I was actually remote most of the week. So I feel like I kept talking oh, nice. about, oh my God, I'm on site so often. And everyone's like, do you really work from home? Uh, yes, this week I did. <laughs> um, so it was so good. I actually was able to catch up on so many projects of different sites. So that was kind of mm -hmm. good. Um, but other than that, it was just very, very chill. Very, nothing that's, too that's crazy. Nice. Nothing on fire. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, one aspect of the validation did fail. So we're going to have to rerun part of it. So I'll be back on site Monday. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's just the name of the game. You gotta, yeah. you gotta deal with it as they come. But yeah, not too crazy. Pro professional, professional problem solvers over here. Oh yeah. That's just us. <laughs> Walking <laughs> over to the surf shop, getting my appropriate paintings. Yeah, right? Oh my God. I, I can't even tell you how embarrassed I felt when we went to the beach. And I don't know what, like, I don't know. Just, I've never, I never thought that I'd have to be in a bathing suit in front of my coworker. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. I'd be like, I can't swim. What? Like, sorry, I'm just gonna stay home. <laughs> I can't swim. I don't know how. I'm allergic to the sun. Um, well, it's okay though, cause now him and I are homies, and I'm like, I feel like I, I want to be like a bro, you know, with all the project members, cause they're all used to all men, and then I'm like, I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm here. I want to be your bro. <laughs> Amazing. So, awesome. Yeah. Do you want to read out some reviews that we got? Yeah. Just... And this is from our, I think these are from our spreadsheet, right? Or our, our survey? Yes. Our survey, which is in our Instagram bio. Go check it out and it'll tell you more about it. I won't, I won't go through this spiel again. <laughs> we'll leave but... it, we'll leave it up. To, it'll be a mystery. Yes. Leave them the mystery in this episode if you want to go check it out you just you got to hit the link and you got to see what it's all about um okay this person 
in their uh, survey submissions said, loving the podcast so far, so real and brings up topics that sometimes me and my female engineer friends who are in the same company are not comfortable talking about. Smiley face. Perfect. We'll talk about it. We'll talk oh. about them. All things. We'll gossip with you. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm just glad that people can listen to us and feel comfortable and hopefully laugh a time or two when they listen to our voices. <laughs> awesome. Well, this person said, loved the civil engineering perspective. As a young female civil engineer in transportation, it was awesome to have some representation. A topic on work attire would be fun. Well, that is awesome to hear. That was about our last interview. If you haven't listened, it's at it's Vanessa, who is a civil engineer and to- told us all about her experience. Um, and I also agree. A topic, an episode just about work tire would be excellent. And I'm sure we could fill an hour talking about talking about that. Oh, yeah. So we'll add that to the list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will add that to the list. Um. And speaking of that, I'm really glad that they liked that we had the civil engineering perspective on. I feel like if, if uh, our listeners, if there is a engineering discipline or something in a male-dominated field that you want to hear us talk about or you want us to bring on, please tell us because I feel like even talking to Blythe in this episode about architecture, she, like, there were, like, you don't know what you don't know, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Me every day. Um, Yeah, I had so many questions that came up just from what she was talking about. Like, we obviously, you know, Mm -hmm. we obviously have questions prepped, but there were so many other things that came up that were so exciting to learn about. Um, I think we have one more announcement. So one, yeah, one more announcement. So we usually go on our spiel about the uh, survey and the spreadsheets and the trackers, but now we have a new addition to my best friends and engineer and it is a facebook group page um so we thought a community. yes we thought it would be so fun to have kind of we have the instagram page we have you know these reviews we kind of have these little side channels i guess you know the youtube as well mm-hmm. um but i think the facebook it's just much easier to talk with you know people and maybe you guys could talk to each other and connect with other engineers and just kind of start these conversations kind of like i guess a little reddit it's just much easier to yeah talk to other people on it versus the instagram comments of like posts so yeah and it'll be like a like a safe little community where if you have a question about like for example if you are starting your first day of work and you don't know if your outfit is appropriate you could totally if you feel comfortable take a picture of your outfit and put it in the group and be like hey can you guys let me know if this is good for my first day of my job like, I feel like I would have loved to do that. I know. I would have loved to have that. I feel like I just texted people on the side. And then a lot of them, they just weren't engineers. And they're like, okay, yeah, it looks normal. <laughs> they were like, you look fine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so hopefully you guys so. are as excited about this as we are. Um, and so we'll probably have an Instagram post with all that information. And then we'll we'll see if we can put it in our Instagram bio, like the link to the page, mm-hmm. or if that survey kind of takes it up. We'll, uh, I think we need to, I think we need one of those like link tree things or something ooh, where you true. can link multiple links. Good. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. So hopefully we have that um, all set by this Monday when this comes out. Yeah, and um if you know, if you guys are interested in joining the Facebook community, we're gonna have a thread started where if you feel comfortable, just introduce yourself. Say your name, what your major is. Um, maybe like what region of the country you're from and hopefully we can find some friends and connect together in there. Definitely. Without further ado. Interview time. 
Let's get to it. All right. Um, welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Today we have on an awesome guest. Please introduce yourself, say your name, um, where you're from, what industry you are in, um, what you're getting your degree in, all the good stuff. Okay, hi, I'm Blythe. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I'm 22. I'm in my fourth year of studying architecture here at Ohio State, and I have a minor in fashion and retail. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. So fun. Wait, Columbus, fellow Ohio. I was just going to say. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Miami U, yeah. Very close. What's like the, uh... oh, go ahead. I was just going to say we played you guys in football once. I remember that. Oh, really? <laughs> we were uh, leading for like two minutes of the game. I remember that was the biggest thing ever at Miami because we're just oh, so bad. Know, I don't know if you remember so that. Bad. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, I think we overlapped in school when that happened, and I, yeah, I remember that game because we were like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> I think we always end up winning like for two minutes, and then it just goes downhill from there. Yeah, it was yeah. so funny. Well, it's, it's, um amazing so architecture i did not realize you had did you say fashion merchandising minor? yeah just fashion and retail so oh, it's like retail, the design okay. side of fashion and like a little bit of the business side awesome oh, wow. i That's could totally interesting. T- i could tell by your instagram your designs are so cute i keep looking through them oh thank you <laughs> yeah i literally i added the minor on like this year so okay. very late but fun okay so what made you want to add that minor um well the first thing was just like from high school I came in with a lot of credits so I wanted to fill my time with something a little bit more meaningful than just like random classes so I just decided to add the minor on and I had already taken some fashion classes so it was super easy what like inspired you to do architecture in college like were there any classes that you took in high school that kind of got you interested in architecture or had you already always known that you wanted to do architecture like what was that like for you yeah so it was kind of one of those stories where like in elementary school I was always like I'm gonna be an architect when I grow up and like I probably didn't even know what that meant but I would just like doodle all these buildings and stuff and like just loved it so much then went to high school and I was like I'm gonna go into physical therapy just randomly you know how you just have that like crisis oh, yeah. in high school oh, oh, yeah. where you're like this is my dream and then senior year I was like what the heck and I just decided like definitely architecture because I hate science I don't know why like I'm definitely more on the side of like engineering and math in STEM not science for sure so very happy with where I am but I had a very like traditional um high school experience like we kind of just had the basic classes, you know, so, mm-hmm. but definitely a math girly, so. Very good. We yeah. love those. Yes, <laughs> I feel like there's different types of, like, STEM classes, so you have, like, the memorization classes, like, which is, like, chem and, like, bio, and then you have, like, the engineering side, where you actually have to, like, apply other concepts to actually figure it out, but very cool. So what would you say is the main difference between your fashion classes and your architecture classes that you really kind of like? Yeah, so I'd say like with my fashion classes so far, they're kind of, well, obviously this is a minor, it's more surface level stuff, but definitely on the more like business and um, design side, just like aesthetics, whereas with architecture, it's like 
not only does it have to look good, but it has to make people feel something, and it has to actually, like, stand, be built. Like, with fashion, you can be a little bit more lenient with that, but obviously architecture, there are higher stakes going on, so definitely, like, the structural elements and the problem-solving is, like, a huge difference. So, for someone who, like, has no idea what what's all involved with getting an architecture degree, can you kind of give, like, an overview of, like, the different buckets or um, like things that your classes are on? Like, are you yes. doing a lot of structural things, math things, uh, aesthetics? Like, explain that to us. Yeah, so I'd say it definitely um, depends on what college you go to and it's definitely something you should like look at when you wanna study architecture is like, do I wanna go to school that focuses more on structure or design? I'd say my school has a very good blend but we're very theory based so we study a lot of history and like the meaning of what architecture is so we focus a lot on human experience which is something i really love because i've always had an interest in psychology and stuff but basically what we learned in like our entry class about like what exactly architecture is is like it's a mesh between like so there's city planners who plan like a layout of the city large scale and then landscape architects who are maybe focusing on like a chunk of the city and parks and stuff like that and then the architect is focusing on like the actual building so structure everything you can see um rooms all the fun stuff uh, facade materials so we learn a lot of stuff about different materials you can use um how different spaces make people feel um, which type of staircase would be best for like we get hyper specific with things like down to designing what the toilets are gonna look like in the bathrooms like oh my gosh. <laughs> crazy detail so you talked about how these you know architecture schools kind of focus on you know one specific aspect or kind of teaching you that architecture in that way so what made you pick OSU over other options or was it that kind of way that they were teaching? Yeah, so um, I went to other schools and visited them and they were very like, just, um, I guess very technical about it, like just bare bones, like this is architecture, this is the building. But when I went to OSU, they were really putting an emphasis on like how architecture can make people feel things and can really impact someone's life. And I really liked that because and they just seemed like they would allow us to be more free with our designs and like it doesn't have to look like something that's actually in the real world every day, which I really liked because it's allowed me to like explore my style better and everything, which is so nice. So it sounds like you have a lot of like creative freedom within your classes? Yeah, for sure. We're definitely encouraged to like push the boundaries on things and like just invent new stuff like right now this year we're focusing on like integrating robotics into architecture Ooh. which is so fun and like d like just designing a building where like the walls can move and stuff like that which I just love I that's the part of architecture that I've really fallen in love with is like the integration of robotics and architecture which I would never have thought coming in freshman year that's awesome. Can you talk about a project where you had to incorporate that in? Yeah, so um, last 
semester we did like a housing project where we first had to kind of um, create because when you're dealing with architecture you have to think about the people that you're like designing for so we had to create our community first which is a whole another part of architecture is like you're designing the people too so it's like I came up with a community of people who um, like lost their jobs during the pandemic and wanted to start their own thing which is literally kind of what I'm doing with my small business so um, yeah. and like I designed a space where the they live in houses that have like workshops at the bottom and the workshops can like rotate 360 and like do all these things to, like improve mental health and stuff and um, then like this year we're I'm designing like robotic boats that can move in lakes in a building and like transport vegetables to farmers in inner city Chicago. So it's like large range, highly theoretical like projects, but just really expands your thoughts on like what all is involved in architecture. That's awesome. That kind of reminds me of, I saw on TikTok this apartment where the bed kind of like can go up into the root like the ceiling is that kind of oh, yeah. is that kind of aligned like a, with... isn't that a murphy bed or what, i don't know but that totally reminds it's... me of that <laughs> no yeah like there's a project that i really like where there's basically like a square cut out in the floor and it's made for someone who like maybe can't be as mobile as everyone else and they can just move on this track that like goes throughout the house and the square like plugs into the different floors so that they can just move that way without like it's just giving them a different experience and a better experience which is awesome that sounds so cool that's kind of what that bed reminds me of see i would not have thought of any like that aspect in architecture at all that's so cool to hear no same when i came in i was like i'm going to pick the flooring and like wall colors of all these pretty bedrooms and stuff and now I'm just like robots let's go that's awesome and I feel like that um kind of is and correct me if I'm wrong here but kind of how architects work in real life right like you're you're there to come up with the creative ideas and like be collaborative with like the other people on the team to actually make building happen yeah, exactly. We come in with, like, the crazy ideas, and then the engin architectural engineers tell us, like, uh, <laughs> let's, let's reel that in, but let's make it work. That's awesome. So you kind of mentioned that you there are, like, city planner architects or, like, a, that path, and then there's, like, the landscaping as well as the structural. Do you have the option mm -hmm. to go into, like, any of those, or are you kind of focused on the structural architecture? Yeah, so um, post-grad, since I chose architecture, I could technically probably pick a firm that could let me do some city planning and landscape, but right now I feel just better prepared for the architecture aspect because there's so many aspects to landscape architecture and city planning that I just have no idea. But it's nice because in my building, the city planners, the landscape architects, and the architects are all together. So you do kind of see the overlap and you'll all end up working together in future projects anyways. So you definitely get to dip your toes into a lot of that. Awesome. So it, it sounds like there are almost like um, different sectors or um, focuses that you can choose within architecture. Yeah, for sure. Like 
a, a lot of people know like residential architecture really common sector to do commercial architecture so that's like skyscrapers larger buildings and stuff like that so and then like I want to go more into like educational buildings um and focus on like psychology between architecture and children and stuff like that so oh wow awesome. lots of different things you can do that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us about one of your favorite projects that you've worked on it kind of sounds like the one that you just mentioned you were really passionate about but do you have any other exciting ones oh gosh <laughs> um well <laughs> oh it's so hard to like think back but I honestly really liked um we like redid there's this spot in Columbus that's basically just like a huge parking lot right now and we turned it into a neighborhood with like um like a co-working neighborhood where you live there and work there and then on the site there was an elementary school and I just got to be like really play around with the elementary school and like that's what really opened my eyes to thinking about how architecture can like affect your childhood Mm -hmm. um and I just think I have that project has a really special place in my heart because it made me realize like yeah kids do not have to shouldn't be learning in these buildings that have like cinder block walls (laughs) I was just gonna say (laughs) it's like does not leave much room for imagination so that was really cool to explore like different types of learning and how architecture can literally affect like how school is taught it's Mm -hmm. just crazy this is kind of random a question that I just thought while we're having this conversation but do you ever have to take into consideration like like building codes or anything like that or um is it more just creative and we're not really thinking about that side or no we definitely um we have like so basically the structure of like architecture education is you have this one studio class that's like six credit hours typically and that's your project class but then you take other classes that teach you everything about code structure all that fun stuff um so yeah definitely like you'll propose an idea to your um professor and they'll be like you absolutely cannot do that (laughs) that is not up to code have you ever had an idea that just got shut down because it wasn't up to code or oh for sure like oh yeah or just like you also have to deal with the fact that sometimes you're gonna be told like your idea is just ugly like oh Seriously? You're gonna really oh for sure well because like aesthetics, that. <laughs> aesthetics is a huge part of it and like sometimes you'll just be told like yeah that design it's really ugly and you'll love it but they'll be like like literally one time I had a professor tell our whole class like yeah you all have bad taste like <laughs> oh my gosh you have to have a creative eye and yeah it can be like a hit to your ego but um you get there eventually and like realize yeah that probably was really <laughs> ugly and it's fine <laughs> yeah so could you go into a little bit more about like what the structure of your degree has kind of looked like because I know you mentioned you're a senior so mm-hmm. you've kind of like gone through the process of getting your degree you're almost done um, yeah you said so there's like a project so class so what 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 do your classes kind of look like yeah so um first year was really light on the architecture classes I just had like you just have a studio class where you basically aren't allowed to use any technology you have to use your hands so you have to learn how to hand draft everything um and then you just take like a quick introduction to architecture class um teaching about history and stuff 
And then the next year, you start to get introduced to the softwares, and we primarily use a program called Rhino 7, um, which is more like sculptural. I know a lot of schools use CAD and um, SketchUp, but we don't really dive into that that much at OSU. Um, but then, yeah, your next year, you just learn about like the graphics. So you learn all the Adobe programs, Rhino, um, you take a couple more history classes, then your junior year you really hit hard on like construction management, structures, materials, like all the fun stuff about dirt, concrete, all that jazz. And then senior year, you're light again, you take some theory classes and this semester I'm literally just taking my studio class and then a couple random classes. So mm-hmm. very heavy, you're like, second and third year and I think that's the same for most schools but um senior year right now we're working on a project though that's like worth money like it's going to be a competition and we're going to present and like the winner gets money so (laughs) that's like kind of stressful but it's okay you got (laughs) this yeah good luck is it like a team project or is it a solo um so in our studio classes like you're split up into sections at least here at OSU um with like 13 people per class, I'd say. So it's pretty small, but um, each class can kind of choose what they do, but mine's doing solo, which I like. I don't, (laughs) I'm not a works well with others (laughs) person. I am, but like, I prefer not to. When you're designing something, it's just, everyone has different opinions and you just can't agree sometimes. Definitely, I feel like that'd be so hard. Especially with all the emphasis yeah, so of like hard. that you were talking about how you have to take into consideration like just the aesthetic side of it and how it you know yeah. these places make people feel and everything. Um, so you mentioned these projects. How long is the duration usually? Is it like a semester like long or are they? Do you have shorter projects? Yeah. So um, I'd say leading up to senior year, we did about two projects a semester, and then senior year we've done just one long project um especially with this one being like the final thing like Mm -hmm. money at the end (laughs) it's definitely just one and then like in our our other classes we do way smaller scale projects and stuff like that so but mostly just one per semester if you ever if you ever have like artist block on these like projects how do you go about dealing with that because i feel like especially with something that's a semester long and you're focusing just on that I feel like it could get so it could be so easy to get sick and tired of it I guess yeah I mean there have been times where I just pick up and like delete everything I've done and just start over but also like professors are really good at getting you out of your rut where you might be going back to class like three times in a row and them just saying like back to the drawing board back to and it might get like really monotonous but um Yeah, you just kind of have to push through it because it's really fast-paced environment. So you might just like not like what you're doing for a little bit, but then you'll strike something along the way. Are there um, like, so you kind of covered the the classroom portion. Um, For anyone who doesn't know anything about architecture, are there uh, like student organizations that you're a part of or that people can join like on on campus or like, like uh, globally known uh, organizations that people can look into? 
Yeah, so there is a large architecture organization. It's a professional organization called AIA, the American Institute for Architects. And at most colleges, they have a student branch called AIAS. Um, I'm not in it, so I don't know too much about it. But it's just they do a lot of workshopping with like working on your portfolio, your resume, bringing in guest speakers. And then um, I'm president of a student org called Surfitecture, where mm -hmm. we um, work with Habitat for Humanity oh. and stuff like that. Just do a bunch of service tasks and stuff like that with architecture. And we're hosting like a big, there's, we always have like a big fashion show where the architecture majors create like outfits out of things that aren't fabric. Um, oh wow so that's super fun super creative that's awesome right, it's always so fun. i'm seeing a little connection so, between your fashion minor and your <laughs> oh yeah for sure <laughs> i think like there's so many connections between fashion and architecture like i don't even know that most like architects design shoes sometimes like oh, someone really? told me that and i was like that seems like it makes no sense but Design's just such an umbrella major, like, you can do so much, and, like, if you have an interest in one portion of design, you're just bound to have an interest in another, I think. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Have you had any internships or, like, any experiences in the workforce and architecture at all? Yeah, so I was supposed to, I feel like everyone has the same story. I had so many opportunities lined up this summer of 2020, and Shocker. yeah, fell through, so unfortunately, no, I do not have any internship experience or anything like that, but, um, and like I was supposed to go on a month-long trip to Europe with one of my architecture professors. That sounds like, awesome. All this stuff. But yeah, it does sound awesome, but didn't get to do it. So, but it's okay. I still have another two years after this, so I'll get all my experience in and all that fun stuff. Is it postponed at all, that trip, or? It was just completely canceled. Oh, <laughs> but I'm going, on a I'm going on a different one. I'm Good. going to Europe, hopefully in May. That's exciting. We'll do you know where yet, or yeah. are you guys still planning it? Um, yeah, so it's through the Alumni Association um, at my school. So we're going to London, Paris, um, a bunch of places in Italy, I think mostly Rome, um, and then ending in Greece. That's awesome. So very excited. Never been in Europe. That'll so be so fun. That's fun. I want to do a world tour one day. Yeah. I feel like everybody <laughs> needs to do a world tour one day. <laughs> I know, and everyone always says, like, you gotta do it in college. It's never gonna be cheaper in college, so I've yeah. just always been so gung-ho about it, like, I have to, so. Is it, making it happen. is it easy to study abroad with an architecture degree, or is it kind of, is it harder just because you have certain classes you kind of need to take in a certain order, or? Yeah, so you kind of, you can't take, like, a whole semester long um, study abroad for sure. Like, I totally, going into school was, like, I am doing the Disney College program. <laughs> oh. No, you can't. You cannot. Like, you can't do it. Uh, you, you, you could, but you'd have to take a whole year off because they only take, teach certain classes in the fall and spring, so mm. you'd just be behind. But um, I went on, like, a short little spring break study abroad trip, and that was, that was a good taste, so it ended up working out. You Good. dipped your toes in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Went to Chile. So fun. Ooh. Yeah. World traveler. <laughs> Indeed. 
You mentioned that you have um, two years left. So do you have to do some sort of grad school um, as an architect major? Yes, yeah, so you definitely don't have to. Um, but if you want to sign off on projects or work by yourself, start your own firm, you have to have a master's in architecture. So oh. I'm going to go get my master's. I think a lot of my professors like describe the difference as like a physician and a physician's assistant. So it's like, do you want someone like watching over you or do you want to be the person watching over everyone? Mm-hmm. So is that I'm definitely a girl boss, <laughs> so I will be <laughs> getting my master's but amazing we love that would you want to open your own firm eventually i i like i know a lot of i don't have any um aspirations for what i want to do with my life yet (laughs) to be honest like well i have so many that it's like Mm -hmm. i can't narrow it down to one goal or one dream but i could definitely see myself doing that like i have the mindset of being my own boss already so it's like i think i could definitely see myself in that position Speaking of being your own boss, you have a very successful small business. I shouldn't even say small business. It's a large business at this point. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> Can you kind of explain, because it sounds like, you know, with architecture, you have so many responsibilities within your classes. Yeah. How did you even have time to, like, start this business of yours? And can you explain what you do with your business? Yeah, so basically, summer of 2020, when everything was supposed to happen, I was like, I'm bored and I saw a TikTok. I literally think it was one of Allie's TikToks, Allie Roseco. Oh, Instagram. really? I think I saw one of hers. Like, I swear, she was, like, doing a sticker-making TikTok, and I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. So, just, like, my mom and I went in on a cricket together and, Aww. like, did our thing, and I just grinded away that summer. I was like, I'm going to make this happen. So, like, I dedicated all my time to my business and then coming back to school it was definitely a hard balance but it was made a little easier since my schooling was all online for my entire junior year um so it was a little easier to be all online for my small business and for um class Mm -hmm. but senior year it's been rough (laughs) it's been i've been posting during class probably prioritizing things i shouldn't there have been days where I get home from class and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to ship orders like three days ago. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely like a little harder this year, but it's just something that I'm so passionate about that I don't think of it as like some a chore. It's like something I get home from school and I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So thankfully it still feels that way. So that's what's been helping me like keep it going. Awesome. How is it um, taking architecture classes remotely was that a tough transition it's or did awful <laughs> <laughs> like to put it plainly it's like it was because like you have to have the like large software on your personal laptop oh i didn't even think so, about that yeah. yeah so my laptop was going through it like <laughs> terrible overheating like every five minutes just awful Uh, making um, noise oh oh yeah so loud and all my roommates are architecture majors so our wi-fi was like crashing because we all had class at the same time like we have the same exact schedules so that was pretty interesting but our professors are really good at like prioritizing mental health 
so oh, that's they awesome. took it like a lot easier on us and were very gracious with like hey I literally couldn't get my computer to work and they'd be like yeah. okay it's cool but yeah it was definitely hard even not even with just like the programs but mentally like especially with my small business being all online to be mm-hmm. all online for school too is a lot and I'm sure a lot of people had that same experience yeah Jeez. So, so typically, like, you know, without having to be online with all these big softwares, would you guys be in like big computer labs where you had all these screens to work on? I'm sure it was so much nicer than trying to work on your small laptop. Yeah. So we have like a really large studio space where everyone has their own desk, their own computer, like very with laser cutters, laser labs, 3D printers, anything you can think of it's there but then yeah at home you're building a model with printer paper and your computer is five years old and (laughs) crusty so how big are the architecture classes like per year do you have a lot or are they kind of smaller um well very small in in terms of the fact that i go to osu it's like 75 people in one class Mm -hmm. um which is insane because my class at OSU is, I don't even know how much, a lot of people. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Huge. <laughs> yes. Wow. So I'd say it's probably like, I think, um, yeah, on the smaller side. That's so nice that they could give you your own station though, your own like computer. It's so nice. It's, yeah. And a lot of schools don't do that. That's also why I chose OSU because, mm-hmm. well, pretty much every architecture school you get your own desk, but, um, OSU was the only one that I toured that gave us computers. So I was Jeez, like, that's so okay. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Every department just give you all the tools you need. Every school should exactly. be like that. <laughs> Literally, you pay so much. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you mentioned that um, it's, it's pretty useful for architecture majors to go on to get their master's. Um, are there any other like certifications out there that someone who's interested in architecture should be aware of? Or is it really just the master's that you should be striving for? Yeah, I mean, you can definitely have like a super successful architecture career with no master's at all. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I'd say looking into getting um, LEED, L-E-E-D certified is a really good place to start because you can just take a lot of classes on sustainability which is going to be huge in the architecture world i mean pretty much in any industry with engineering sustainability is definitely going to be a big focus so i definitely say looking in to getting your certification for being lead certified is a big thing um but then also like if you want to go get your master's in in, I know a lot of people do like interior design so that they have like undergrad in architecture and then they're certified interior designers so they kind of both you can do anything mm-hmm. but yeah definitely the lead certification for sure do you know what that stands for like for anyone who doesn't know what it is like, like me you know, like me <laughs> it's so let me do a quick google let's pull up the good old google Libby's like, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm like, uh, me right now. (laughs) Me? (laughs) So, 
LEAD certification is a globally recognized symbol of sustainability achievement and leadership. LEAD is for all building types and all building phases, including new construction, interior fit-outs, operations, and maintenance, and core and shell. So it's basically just, there's a big, um, broader LEAD for a building. So your building can be like platinum, gold, whatever, certified, and that's just like the level of sustainability, and you can pay to get your building um, tested for that, but then, um, can't find anything. You can, if you would like to cut me doing this Googling, you can, <laughs> but, um, I can't find anything for, like, single people being lead certified, but I know you can take classes on it and stuff and get a certificate that basically is just saying, I know how to build a sustainable mm-hmm. building. That's so. like, um, you said earlier it that there's a lot of like or maybe it was you Lexi that there's a lot of like uh things that go with fashion like sustainability is a big thing I feel like in fashion too oh yeah is this something that you would want to pursue like a lead certification definitely yeah um I've looked into it a couple times. It just costs money. So once I get some money, I will definitely <laughs> some cash be doing money. that. Yeah. Once you win sure. the project money, there you go. You yeah. can go get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Manifesting it for you. Thank you. Keep that'd us updated. Awesome if, <laughs> yes, that would be awesome if a woman got it, but who knows? Oh, is it typically not like like past winners? Is it typically male? Um, I think it's pretty um spread out but my class has a lot of men in it which is pretty typical in architecture um i'd say of all the stem majors um architecture definitely has like a good balance of men and women but it you know it's still you look around the room and you're like "Mm, (laughs) i'm a little scared but you're like we're gonna have different aesthetic ideas (laughs) exactly yeah and like my drawings are all pink and pretty and not like black and white sometimes but that's like highly encouraged anyways to have like super colorful drawings and stuff so have you ever it's been in a situation where you've been in kind of a male dominated group where you've kind of thrown out an idea and they're like no way we're not doing that honestly no like everyone's kind of supportive that's good at Ohio State more so a situation maybe where like like in history class you're not gonna learn about female architects like it's just wasn't a thing like it's so new for a woman to be an architect so it's like that was something very jarring to me is just waiting like when am I gonna learn about women oh okay never (laughs) all right but Honestly, we haven't done a lot of group work, so it's, like, I haven't had the opportunity for my ideas to be shut down, but, you know, it happens in the world. (laughs) I'm sure you guys know. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Wow, that's so sad about, like, I didn't even think about, like, you know, learning about history and architecture, and you just don't really see that representation very much. No, not at all. And, like, that's what's nice, um... OSU is getting there for sure like we have specialized classes now at least with um learning about people of color finally because it's mm-hmm. like it's always just white men we're just learning guys. about <laughs> old white guys building things and I'm in like Europe and I'm like 
aren't there cool pieces of architecture like other places yeah i want to learn about other places so finally like i think um osu's always been good about that but they've really been honing that in and i think that's a great step but obviously you can't rewrite history and add women but it's okay because i'll just be in her history book one day so yeah i'll be talking about you (laughs) yeah uh well do you have any exciting projects or launches coming up with your small business Yes, so I have been working with Casetify for a couple months now. Oh my and gosh, my collection, that's such a big brand! I know. I got an email from them, and I, like, literally cried. Because, oh like, you know, all the YouTubers I watch and stuff are always promoting Casetify and stuff, mm-hmm. and I've just always loved them. So they reached out to me and, like, asked me to curate my own collection for them, so... It'll be eight cases, um, two AirPod cases, and two Apple Watch bands, wow. um, all available on the 24th. So exciting. When you got that email, were you just like, oh, this is spam? Or like, what was <laughs> no, your literally. <laughs> what was I, your reaction? I literally, like, so it was during winter break, and I live at home during winter break, Mm-hmm. And I immediately just, like, ran into my mom's room and was like, Mom, you will not believe this. I have made it. I was Hollywood so excited. Is calling. Literally, let's pack our bags. Let's move to L.A. Come on. So exciting. And they've been so nice throughout the whole process, too. So it's great. They're a great company. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's probably so Thank good you. to hear after, like you said, your senior year coming back to in-person classes. It was just so overwhelming. So it was probably such a nice little, not a relief, but just, you know, you can see that you're, you're putting your work into something that it's. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It's awesome when like you get those emails that just make your heart like jump. Like I'm sure with content creation too, it's just like you hear from this brand and you're like, you like, (laughs) you get that sudden (laughs) boost of creativity and you're like motivated to keep going. It's awesome. So did they give you like complete, and I, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this, but did they give you like complete creative freedom to just do whatever designs you wanted? Yeah, they just gave me complete creative freedom. They like sent me a couple of my Instagram posts that they were like, hey, we really like this post you made. Like we would consider putting it on a case, but for the most part, they were just like, do what you want. Wow. Um, we like your stuff, so just do what you want. And it's so exciting. I'll have my own little like, tab on the case to website that's so exciting so i, I can't tab. wait to see yeah so if people if people want listening to this want to go purchase your cases is there where can they go just to the case website and find your tab yeah so they can go to the case website and they have like a tab of artists that they've worked with and i'll just be listed as designed by blythe and then i'll also have the link in my instagram bio which is at designed by blythe Oh my gosh. Awesome. Little girl boss. Girl Literally. Bossing. Too close to the sun. <laughs> Honestly, way too close to the sun. My head's going to get so big. <laughs> That's okay. Like, <laughs> Just keep them coming. Keep the brand deals coming. I've sent like my friends PR packages for it, and I'm just like, yeah, maybe you can buy me a drink before, <laughs> since you know. I, I sent you PR, so... <laughs> you like that, that case? case? That's yeah. on your phone. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yeah, remember that case that I sent you? <laughs> hmm. 
I think that might be worth a little something, so. That's awesome. I'm excited to see the AirPod cases. I've never, I didn't know that case if I had that. Or the, the uh, yeah. Apple Watches either. Is that the new or is it, yeah. I think it's fairly new. Like, I think they've really expanded to, like, a lot of different things. I know they have, like, the little, um, like, what are they, like, the little necklaces for your phone. Oh, like, like the, the lanyard. Like, the charm? The, yeah, the they have those, thing? too, and they're really cute with all the, like, beads and stuff. Oh. So they're really expanding their stuff. Um, I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Were you overwhelmed when they said, you go for it, you give us designs, or... Do you like having that freedom yeah. or do you like kind of having some direction of what they liked? Do you like that or? Yeah, so um, I definitely appreciated like the kind of them pushing me in like a little bit of a direction so I could kind of get inspo for like, I know what I would like on a phone case, but I have mm-hmm. no idea what other people would want because that's just totally, I, didn't, I don't think I'll ever personally like dip my own toes into like tech accessories because I'm just not quite big enough yet um but I uploaded and deleted so many designs before I finally like locked this one down so Mm -hmm. it's still like it's because there's always that like thought of like oh well I could make something better but yeah I'm I love everything I made so I'm really excited Awesome. Do you see uh, a future with, because you're going to get your master's, do you see, like, Design by Blythe intertwining with the architecture future, or what do you think? I'd really love it to. Like, I've always been a person that is, like, I cannot just do one thing. Welcome so, to the club, I'm girl! Hoping, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping there's a future where, because, like, I also have started, like, dipping a little like not even all my toes just like maybe like one into content creation too so I'm just like I want a world where I'm designing buildings I'm creating content and I have my own little like storefront so I I don't know if like I would be working like 24 7 probably but it sounds fun so you're gonna come out with a fashion line next oh totally a sustainable fashion line there you go oh Oh, we got the hoodie. (laughs) See that hoodie. (laughs) Well, uh, Lexi, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up with Blythe? Um, I think, well, we had one question actually from one of our, from our Instagram poll, uh, that we wanted to read out loud. Um, and it was kind of talking about industry, um, you know, things in architecture. Um, so they want to know how do architects pursue projects? Like, do they send out proposal to clients or do clients kind of reach out to the firm or maybe the architect themselves or how does that kind of work yeah so that's not something we totally learn yet i know that that's a class that i'll learn in my master's degree but from what i've kind of understood from like office visits and stuff it seems like like it's a little bit of both Like, obviously, if you're a big architect, people are going to come to you, so, but also, like, it's about who you know, too, like, how I mentioned with um, me working with landscape architects and city planners, like, it's a lot of that, so, like, a landscape architect might be like, hey, I'm doing a project right now, I know we've worked together before, do you want to hop on? And then the client has basically all the say on, like finalizing things so that's another issue with architecture too is like you do have to give up a lot of your 
creative freedom when working with clients but yeah like, so I, good. I'm sure you have like something in your mind that you probably think would look so good and then the client could clash yeah. and be like no do it this way <laughs> or like yeah and like monetarily too they just might not have enough of a budget mm-hmm. to do what you want so mm-hmm. there's definitely that too Awesome. Well, I totally didn't know that at all. That was a good question. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to know yeah, that myself. Yeah, that's a really good question. I, like, barely know about that. We do not get into, like, the business side of things that much. Yeah, I was going to say, there's probably a whole thing with, like, budgets and actually making oh, yeah. money. Because I guess that's why people do this, is to make money. <laughs> but, yeah, probably all that that we haven't even touched the surface with, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's so much to learn, and that's why in class we're always told, like, you're going to learn so much when you're actually in the industry. Like, once you get in the industry is when you'll really start learning things. Mm-hmm. Well, once you start work, you'll have to come back and talk to us and tell us all about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well um, I think to wrap it up, and this is a question that we are, we plan to ask all of our guests is, if there was one piece of advice you could give your younger self, so whether that is like your younger high school self or earlier in college, what's that one piece of advice you could give her? Oh, I would definitely tell my high school self to do whatever I want, mm-hmm. whenever I want. Like, I've struggled with anxiety for so long that it's like in high school, I would just way overthink what other people are thinking or how certain decisions would affect my future career and I would just like dive way too far deep into school so I just tell my like past self to calm down and enjoy life it'll be okay and you'll get to where you need to be just by like being yourself and doing your best so Mm -hmm. definitely yeah calm down (laughs) Well, thank you, Blythe, for being on the podcast. And yeah, thank you for having me. I'm hoping, like, this is so cool because I don't know anything about architecture. <laughs> like, I think this is so awesome that we could have someone who knows about architecture on the podcast. Um, yeah. If uh, people want to find you, plug yourself, where can they follow you on socials? Yeah, so if you want to follow my business, it's at Designed by Blythe. And then my personal Instagram is at underscore life with Blythe underscore. That was an amazing, amazing interview. Thank you again to Blythe for joining us on the My Best Friends and Engineer podcast. Again, if there to our listeners, if there's like an industry, uh, a male dominated industry or uh, someone that you guys are interested in hearing talk, please let us know because I mean, we have so much fun interviewing these people because we, there's only so many experiences we can talk about. (laughs) I mean, we can talk a lot. You guys can probably tell, but but it's just so much better. Thank goodness we have a podcast. I know, we right? Can talk. <laughs> but it's just so exciting to hear other stories and, you know, especially different industries, yeah. architecture. I never thought I would have been able to talk to someone and learn all that other aspects that I never even thought about. Yeah. So I hope you guys liked this episode too. Um, and if you did, we would really appreciate it if you could share it on your social media. Um, we, you know, we do have that little survey, the Google survey, where you can be entered in a giveaway. We are going to do a $100 Visa gift card giveaway, and then you can also get our templates. So if you share it, please make sure you screenshot it and then just send it into that survey and we will send you the templates and you'll be entered in the giveaway. 
Yes, and stay tuned for the Facebook group that we mentioned earlier this episode. Um, We'll do an Instagram post about that and then hopefully get a nice little link tree where all Mm -hmm. all of our links can be added and easily accessible. Yeah, I I just am so excited about this Facebook group because I'm just also envisioning like, I don't know, what if you move to a new city and you need a roommate or something and you want a roommate who has like a similar job to you instead of just like putting it out into the universe, you could come to our little Instagram community. Oh wait, no, Facebook community. (laughs) And Instagram too. Facebook and Instagram, yeah. (laughs) So hopefully you guys can find some value in that Facebook group. Awesome. All right, shall we do our little thing? Oh, should we say who, uh, where to follow us? Oh, yes, we could do that too. (laughs) So follow us on Instagram and on TikTok, my best friend's an engineer. And then our YouTube, if you want to listen over there, is at BFE Podcast. My personal Instagram and TikTok is Engineer Lexi. And my personal Instagram and TikTok is Libby B on the label. And I think that's another that's another wrap on another good episode. We got episode eight. We gotta do the outro though at the same time, remember? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, do I remember? <laughs> okay. Are we okay, ready? I think so. I don't know. Okay, ready? Okay. You be okay, you begin. Okay. Um I can't <laughs> it's like, wait, what do I say? <laughs> All right, I'm I'm Lexi. I'm Libby, and thanks for listening to to my best friends and engineer. Best friends and engineer. Libby's just dying over there. (gasps) She's like squealing. She's like hyperventilating. I can't. Why is it so funny? It's not. It's not. It's so funny.